Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, from that to this, but David Choate is standing by. Let's start off with the big uh, story over the weekend in the English Premier League. We'll finish off with the Champions League. I'll play the two clips. Um after the tapes have been released. This all pertains to an incorrect uh, decision made firstly by the assistant referee putting up his flag when a player was onside. They then went up to the VAR, um, and it's just a mess. The first clip you will hear is um, what what happens between uh, the VAR room and the referee on the field, um, because this, this first clip actually starts with the ball in possession with the... Uh, Liverpool right back. They played up the right-hand side and ultimately leads into the goal that was uh, chalked off. Oh, good. Both holding. Both holding. Yeah. Leave it, though. Waiting. Delaying. Delaying. Yes. Give it. Coming back for the offside, Sorry. mate. Just checking the offside. Dilly, dilly. Give a kick point. Let's go. Yep. Kick point, yeah, please. No worries, so, here we are. Vicky. Wait, okay. Uh, I'm just get a tight angle. Yeah, give me 2D line ready. I feel as well for frame right, two so after that. That's frame, fine. Frame two there. Perfect. I've got yep. the time on this. 2D line on left boot. Yep. Well, let me Remember just angle. I think it might be this angle better. Happy okay. with this angle? Yeah. Yep. 2D line on the boot. 2D line on the boot. Yep. Okay. Wait, no way. So 2D line on the boot. I'll, I'll Check in. complete. Check complete. It's fine. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Off. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Wait, wait, wait. wait. On-field decision was offside. Are you, are you happy with this? Yeah. You're right. That's when the penny drops. And the penny drops not with one of the VAR or VAR assistant. It's actually the replay operator. He is the one who says, wait, wait, wait. The on-field de- decision was offside. Are you happy with that? Uh, you've got to ask yourself, why wasn't that communicated amongst the team, i.e. the on-field decision if is offside like they do in other sports? And then what happens from then is this chaos. Are you happy with this? Offside decision. Right. Go. Yeah. That's, no, that's not what it does. What? On-field decision was offside. Are you happy with this no, image? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's onside. The image we gave him is onside. Left back. He's played. He's yeah. gone offside. Delay, delay, delay. They're only saying to delay. Only saying to delay. Pardon? Only's calling in to say delay the game. To to complete the decision yeah. is offside. Can I saying to delay. Only saying to delay. Ollie. Yeah. yeah delay the game. To delay the game. Stop the yeah, game. They've restarted Nothing the game. The yeah, they've restarted. Yeah. Can't do anything. No. I can't do anything. Don't I can't go. do anything. Yeah, Daz, uh, Darren England, uh, the one letting the, the F-bombs out, not too happy. Who's Ollie? Ollie is the PGMOL hub operator. So he dialed in. He recognised there was a mistake too. But in this instance, two wrongs do not make a right because play had resumed. They couldn't go back and uh, give the goal. <laughs> yeah, when in, maybe in this case two wrongs would have been right. Uh, I'm sure chuckling away to himself because he knows it's my beloved Liverpool have come out on the wrong side of this is a former all-white. Fine, brilliant footballing commentator David Choate. Choate, how funny is that? Seriously, that's carnage, That clip, those clips. 
well worth uh, a look if you haven't had a chance. Uh, it's uh, a really good insight to what's going on. And as you say, it is carnage, chaos. Uh, in the end, you've got an incorrect decision, and everyone knows it's incorrect, but the rules don't allow them to go back. So for me, Daniel, there's something wrong with the rules, isn't there? I mean, if you know the decision is wrong, stop the game, go back. You've made a mistake. That's the purpose of VAR, in my opinion. Yeah, even if, and this is such an outside random chance of it, um, Spurs go up and score within 15 seconds. Uh, you'd still call it back, would you, David? Yeah. Yeah, look, if you're going to use technology, use technology. And if you get human error within the technology and you recognise that in such a short time frame, look, they, they could have called it back. I don't know if you remember, Daniel, VAR's been plagued with all sorts of controversy, but I think there was a game, uh, it might have been last season, and there was a penalty given after the full-time whistle blew. I think it was uh, Man United versus Brighton. Um, look, that's, that's OK for me. If you've got a penalty in the 90 minutes of play, the final whistle's gone, technically the game's over, but you can recognise that you've got the technology to call the right call. Liverpool were stiff. I mean, there won't be many non-Liverpool fans worrying about that, but they were, <laughs> they were definitely stiff. They were stiff on this decision, and if you're going to use technology, use the technology and get the rules to suit. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it's really worth a watch. It's a bit of insight. I also think, Daniel, I really like the way, say, Contrast that with the NRL final where, where they go to the bunker and everything's visible to everybody. You can see what's going on at the time. Um, I think that would be a uh, lesson to perhaps take is that you could have played that live to everybody on TV and not, and you would have got a better decision, I think. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, David. And to your point about the full-time game, the oddity of the rules is because the game hadn't restarted, because yeah. the full-time whistle had blown they could go yeah. back and actually take it. Like, go figure. Absolutely strange. But, but that language, that, that sort of um, in-house language they do have, so confusing. And you know it's quite easy. And you're, you're amazing at it in, in commentary, picking up offsides. Uh, you know, having done a lot of games with you, you, you seemingly can see that quite uh, well. It's probably a fact you lived offside when you were playing. Right, David? But yep. it's quite easy to, to miss an offside call, um, so the language has to be far more clearer, isn't it? From we, you know, the on-field decision is X, um, and that then is responded um, by the VAR, like we get in rugby league, as you've intimated, in rugby, uh, cricket to a lesser degree. Yeah, look, I, I, I think you've got to be very deliberate. You've got to be, I think, public. I think bringing it public would, would help. Um, intuitively, that goal was onside when you saw it live. And I, saw, I watched the match live, and I... And you went, no, nah, he's on. He's going to be on here. Um, you, you, you know the offside line. Very hard for a linesman to pick that up in all the movements. So I've got no difficulty with the linesman raising his flag after the goal. Um, but the check needs to be done in a really methodical uh, and um, concise way. As you heard, there were three or four inputs there. And in the end, the technician is picking up the error. Um, it's, it's sort of not right. Um, the VAR in football's got a lot of issues around it. There were two sendings off in the last couple of weeks, both of which I think were harsh decisions because you end up with a still of contact. Well, a still of contact doesn't tell the story. I think you've got to run things at real time, live time, give everyone a good view of it. Um, yeah, I, I, as I said, Liverpool fans will be fuming, um, but uh, the, the technology, if it's going to be used, use it properly. Yeah, and the tribalism uh, 
you know, people coming out saying there are a bunch of whinges, the, the victims. I just think this has happened to too many clubs over too long a time um, that, that we need to have this discussion. So I'll throw this hypothetical to you, David. I'm going to make you a benevolent dictator of FIFA. So you're the boss of FIFA, right? So the first thing you need to do is look under your bed. There is a brown paper bag ready for you. Um, but what would you do if you could make the call on behalf of football around the world? Would you bin VAR completely? Would you peel it back to maybe just goal line technology or ironically offsides? How, how would you like to see it used going forward? Yeah, well, if you'd asked me this a couple of seasons ago, Daniel, I would have said bin it. But, but in reality, I think given its arrival, given its availability, given the immediacy, I would say you bring it way more into the public view. Um, I would use a bunker-style system uh, similar to the NRL where you talk through the occasion, tell the referee what everyone is seeing, and then make a decision. Had they done that, the referee would have seen for himself that that goal was onside, um, and even the confusion would have been cleaned up. Uh, there should be protocols around the language. Um, I, I, would go, I would go with it. Where I would make changes is around the, um, the, 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 the fouls. I think fouls should be run at normal time and a complete sequence should be shown. Not, I wouldn't allow for the still. The still makes, uh, makes a lot of fouls worse than they actually are. Um, so that'd be the, the, the first change I'd make. I'd stay with it. Yeah, we, we, we saw something very similar. It might have actually been from the same game when the first image the referee, who's initially given a yellow card, has to go over and see, is the outcome of the, the player's foot on the guy's ankle? Uh, it's quite a stark, troubling image when you see it like that. But you're saying if you roll the tape from the beginning, you can see it, it from a more purely footballing context. Yeah, you can see how it's come to pass. Um, the, the, the first still, I think it was Curtis Jones who was sent um, after the review. The first still the referee saw was an over-the-ball challenge, which in football is a, is, a, is a no-no, it's a straight red card. It wasn't an over-the-ball challenge. It was a challenge on the ball that bounced over the top. I think if you run it in sequence, the referee had given a yellow card. It wouldn't have been a clear and obvious error. The guy stays on the park. There was a similar one the week before, and it was with my beloved Chelsea. Gusto was sent off going through the ball and into the player. I mean, contact in sport is um, very, very hard to um, remove totally in the game. And certainly that kind of contact was not malicious and not a red card in my view. Let's get to the UEFA Champions League. Some really interesting results here. Um, a 94th minute winner for Braga to beat uh, FC Union Berlin. Uh, Sociedad beat uh, Salzburg 2-0 away from home. Bayern Munich come from a goal down to beat uh, Copenhagen, scoring in the 67th and 83rd minute 2-1 for them. Internationale, uh, Inter, Milan uh, humming along, aren't they? They win by one goal to nil over a good Benfica side. But Lons beating Arsenal by two goals to one really does stick out. Yep, and add to that, I think the Galatasaray uh, Man United one's worth a mention, given it was at Old Trafford. So, so you end up with uh, the, the English sides in Europe really um, struggling. The Arsenal one is one you didn't see coming on. So, uh, big upset there. Um, I, I, I didn't watch the game. Uh, it was a late winner, I think, uh, as Lons got up over them. Galatasaray, they came twice from behind to stun Man United. So... The English sides in the Champions League having a bad day at the office, and both those results against the form book. Yeah, and I think Bakaya Saka goes off uh, with an injury for Arsenal as well to compound that uh, pain, and they've got a pretty big game against Man City in the EPL. But you took the words right out of my mouth in the other games, PSV and Sevilla 2-0. Epic game between Real Madrid and Napoli, which is decided by a 78th-minute own goal by the Napoli keeper. That's never a good sign. And Madrid win three goals to two, but you've... you've 
You've hit the nail on the head. The key result will be Galatasaray winning three goals to two. Casemiro sent off in the 77th minute, David. Do yourself the favour if you haven't watched the highlights. Go check that out because Andre Anana, who's been brought into Man- Manchester United as a goalkeeper for his passing, makes a horrendous pass. But Casemiro's tackle, what's he doing? Yeah, well, um, uncompromising, you'd have to call Casemiro, and he's always <laughs> in and around the ball. He's in, in the action. I will watch it. I haven't seen it yet, Daniel, but... Uh, it's amazing. Again, a bit like, a, bit like a, a good Chelsea fan that I am, not that unhappy to see Manchester United losing <laughs> again. They've had an equally horrible start as uh, Chelsea have. Yeah, but this uh, weekend's game, no, I don't think Rodri's available for, for City, but now maybe no sucker. That, that's going to be an absolute doozy in the EPL. Yeah, but it's good for the game. I think it looked like after six weeks that maybe Man City were invincible. Well, that was uh, disproven over the weekend. Um, It brings them back to the pack. Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool, they all start queuing up behind them um, to be real contenders. So long that may continue, in my opinion, just to make sure that we've got a Premier League that keeps the excitement and keeps three or four teams live. That'd be nice. Um, And the clogged um, calendar of games with those playing in Europe adds another layer of complexity. So uh, the Premier League, well worth a watch right now. Jody, great to chat, mate. Uh, put your feet up, relax, rest, recover. We'll catch up with you soon, I do hope. Yeah, love talking about football, mate. Thanks very much.